Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue. Faces turn red. And rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Welcome to the Daily DLP. I'm your host, Ash Thompson, and today I'm doing an immediate reaction to the Lions game on Sunday. The Lions won the game, but I'm here to manufacture something to complain about for clout. Nah, just kidding. Let's celebrate this Lions win. Which brings me to the whole, like, like, subscribe, do all the things that we want you to do. Just, just do it. If you haven't done it yet, just do it. Trust me, as in all things. I know what's best for you. <laughs> Just like and subscribe, please. Come on. And when you're gonna buy things off Amazon, use our link. If you want some like random Detroit Lions-ish, but not actual Detroit Lions merchandise, you know, we have a shop full of things like that. Probably gonna get a hat and replace this at some point. What do you guys think I should put on it? Yeah, comment about that. Which my next hat be? Seatbelt gang, what are we doing here? Anyway. Quote, Detroit's lyrical grandmaster, Lions won a game. Uh, I shortened the Panthers preview because there wasn't really much to say. Like, the safeties can't cover deep. They can't stop the run. Shouldn't be a problem no matter how many Lions guys are out. Panthers offense has no weapons. Burns, Chin, and Luvu are the only defenders to be afraid of. And Chin fits that defensive scheme like a trapezoid in a round hole. Sorry, I... Didn't get to say trapezoid last week. Felt like I had to get that out of the way here. Just can't go two weeks without doing that. The Panthers did actually manage some decent running stats against the Lions defense, and Bryce Young did throw for three touchdowns, but considering that the Lions went into clock management mode at halftime and didn't really come out until the fourth quarter, there's not much to be concerned with here. The third quarter issues are an intentional coaching strategy by the Lions. You have a 28-10 lead at the half, and the other team is basically doing nothing to you. You are going to switch to just trying to eat the clock and get out of the game in the third quarter. Reduces injury risk. But it's not really a college game where you can pull your starters. I mean, these are professionals on the other side, so when you ease up, they start getting yardage. They start scoring some meaningless points towards the end of the game. The Panthers are, like I said, a pro team, so like they're going to take what's given, and what was given was short passes, and the Lions weren't really doing much other than just lining up to stop it, to, to stop the running plays. So there were a few chunk plays in the second half of the game, but on the Lions' side, like David Montgomery went over 100 yards again. Remember when that was like a once-every-four-years thing for this team? Man. <laughs> And Craig Reynolds did outgain him per carry, so are people going to now go to Twitter and start complaining that we're not using Craig Reynolds properly? Twitter? Is that what I'm going to hear? Good boy. 
Josh Reynolds is on his way to a $10 million deal this year. Uh, somewhere, probably not Detroit, sadly. He's just playing too well to fit budget-wise into what the Lions are doing unless he's willing to sign a below-market deal. Like, if, if they get him back and it's only seven again... Oh. Nice job, Brad Holmes. Uh, um, you know, he's just put up another 70-plus yard game and a highlight reel catch at the back of the end zone, and that's the kind of thing you do when you want to get paid one last time before you retire. And I want to talk also about this golf without St. Brown stuff that a lot of people like to cite. Like, it's all about the context on that. Whenever St. Brown has missed time in the past, there have been other players out too. So, like, the drop-off was from St. Brown to Tom Kennedy. And I don't mean that as a slam on Tom Kennedy's nice guy, you know, not a bad wide receiver six. Not a great wide receiver six, not even a good wide receiver six. Is he actually even in the league at this point? Like, he hasn't aged out. Because guys like Khalif Raymond were already in for injured DJ Chark and injured Josh Reynolds. Today it was Khalif Raymond doing the job of St. Brown, and it wasn't as good which isn't surprising. But Marvin Jones stepped in. Better, even despite his troubles this year, than what the Lions typically had to offer as their like third or fourth wide receiver. Reynolds stepped in, doing the job that you want your wide receiver two to do when your wide receiver one is hurt. Laporta actually had a bad day, you know, by his ludicrously high impossible to live up to every week standard that he set to this point. Pretty sure he still probably has the record for most catches by a rookie TD after X number of games. Haven't looked it up. Didn't really care that much about that anyway. Now let's talk about that third quarter lull. Like the Lions are killing the clock. And we can nitpick that they need to get better at killing the clock. Uh, we absolutely can talk about that. Like it seems like whenever they turn the volume down below 11, uh, there's no setting between 11 and 3. Like, 4 to 10 just don't exist on the dot, this imaginary dial. Are there any devices that actually have dials anymore? I haven't seen one in a while. My mic does. <laughs> um, the defense is basically willing to give a bunch of short completions. And the offense is... Like, they're not going to fight for the extra two yards to end, get pushed out of the end zone. They're, get the ball, turn up the field, get as many yards as you can, and go down on the ground without stopping the clock. Like, the Lions let Carolina's running stats creep into respectable territory as part of a defensive game plan. Like, the Panthers gained 342 yards to the Lions 377, but how many of those yards mattered? Like, first the Panthers turned the ball over three times. Lions were happy to trade yards for time in the second half, even points for time to a certain extent. Like, you don't love getting scored on. Like, there are tiebreakers at the end of the year where that kind of stuff does matter. But, like, we're not used to this, man. And then I think that's why a lot of people are complaining about that third quarter issue is, uh, like, we've been on the other side of this so many times. How can people not see it? You know, like, how many, how many games? And I, I don't mean this as a dig on Stafford. Like, I say enough negative things where Stafford is involved, but, like, he's the quarterback during a lot of really awful seasons. Uh, it's not his fault. 
he, he's, he's done quite well since then, I'm told. But the other team would get a big lead by the half. The Lions would come storming out the gates in the third quarter, and then in the fourth quarter, disappear again. Like, they were never good, because they were never good. The other team just was playing the game that the Lions are playing now. It's what good teams do, typically, in the NFL. Like, yeah, every once in a while, you get one where they don't do it, and they put up 70. But that's not, obviously not typical in the NFL. Like just a high number of plays means a high number of chances for injury, and the Lions aren't playing that particular game. And it, it's just weird to me that so many people are missing this. Like, media are not discussing that. They're they're talking about this third quarter lull like it's a thing. Like, it's not a planned, like, game-planned thing. Like, it's the Lions failing to adapt. But then as soon as the fourth quarter rolls around and the game's close again, the Lions turn the tap back on, and it's done. It is over. The Lions scored 14 in the first, 14 in the second, and 14 in the fourth. When the Panthers actually managed to score a few points on them. Like, it's not a thing. Not something we need to be concerned about. I would have liked to see JMO go deep a few times today, and I'm going to be paying a lot of attention on the All-22 to snaps when Jamison Williams is in the game. What was he doing? But this week, in the postgame, Dan Campbell said they were just trying to get his feet wet, trying to get his... I, I forget the exact turn of phrase. It was better than mine. Just infuriates me. But basically, they, they just made him block. They were getting him back into the flow. And like the first time they went to him with the ball, he got a little bit alligator-armed with a linebacker bearing down on him to make a hit. On the screen that he did catch and then got buried at minus two yards. I looked at the replay a couple times, and I think he was supposed to move toward the quarterback to set up the blocking. Because like as everything was lined up, asking Marvin Jones to make that block is just a fail. It is never going to happen in the NFL. And if that's the case, then do you want him to just keep going to the guy who is playing like it's preseason in games that matter? I don't want them doing that. But his response to not getting the ball anymore is what I want to talk about right now. The effort he put into blocking speaks volumes about the person we're dealing with, in my opinion. Like, Chase Claypool wouldn't do that. Chase Claypool's not getting the ball. Chase Claypool doesn't run patterns. Chase Claypool doesn't block. James Williams kept doing all those things. That's all I'm saying. Next thing. In the quarter post reviews last week, I went over what a ridiculously elite season Aiden Hutchinson is having as a sophomore. And then he came out and had a pick-sack game, uh, which I'm just going to start calling a hutch game at this point, because now he's done it so many times. <laughs> uh, Anzalone also, everywhere today, led the team in tackles. And a guy I really want to talk about is Will Harris, because he gets a lot of grief from a lot of sources. And in Sunday's game, he did a pretty good impression of Brian Branch. Now, quality competition, yada, 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 all that stuff. You know, Jared Goff was very nice in the post-game presser about not ball-dragging <laughs> the Panthers too much. Just going like, look at the record. It, it, it kind of is what it is. Like, we, we do have a better team than them, with all due respect. <laughs> it was just such a pleasant thing. Um, but Will Harris did a great job out there. 
Like if, if the thing we have to complain about most is that the team's leader in interceptions gets a few too many penalties, which that's who Jared is and what he has done this year. I love the guy. Story is amazing. Player is real damn good too, and he's doing exactly what the coaches ask him to do. Like, if they weren't playing soft zones, allowing that short out in front of Jerry, Bryce Young has no reason to believe that that pattern is going to be open. You just slide back and intercept it like that. This is all by design. Like, let Thielen make the six-yard catch, tackle him, good to go. That's, that's the job Jerry Judy and Will Harris were doing in this game. And they got that done. Uh, like, there have been times where the Lions were just done after a couple injuries like they've had. Like, they're, they're, they're down their, air quotes, best starting safety. The guy who was one of the big signings that they had in the secondary played a snap and, and got hurt again. And, like, you hate to see that to a guy. But his rehab has gone so poorly. Like, hopefully, if he is missing extended time, hopefully he goes to a different set of people and does some different types of exercises because he just he hasn't come back all the way from that first injury at any point this year. And I, part of the lines, I'd be tempted to just punt on this and move on. But my point is that the depth Brad Holmes has gathered in three years is better than the starters that Bob Quinn gathered in that same time frame. And like I've said it for years, folks, in, in three years, you know, and we know. No, I'm not sure what tomorrow's show is going to be. I've kind of been trying to do the Around the Divisions on Monday uh, afternoon. <laughs> like that's when I would usually do that, but the Packers are playing Monday night. So Around the Division is probably going to be Wednesday's show. Uh, statistical deep dive is a little hard to do when a lot of the stats haven't been released yet. Like the deep, deep good ones that I like to talk about. Um, so I'm not sure what I'm going to do there. Like, I mean, I, I probably, I, I feel like I believe in my heart of hearts that I know what is going to happen to the Packers on Monday night. And I could pre-record it and then just cut in with statistics. Um, that that might be an interesting exercise, but I I think it's bad practice. Uh, for the record, I think the Packers are going to be shockingly bad on Monday night against the Raiders and get absolutely annihilated. Like, I could end up being wrong about that and get some egg on my face. Maybe they rebound from what the Lions did. Maybe they don't. But I think that they're in for a rude awakening about what their team actually is after a few weeks of kind of riding a little bit higher maybe than they should have. My prediction for the record on the season is 7-10. and 10. So, with that thought in your head, Lions fans, go have a great day. Let's bring it here together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey. Lions on three. One, two, three. Lions. You've had enough of that shit.